Because that was part of that like first day of this going down. It was, hey, you know, we we live in a barn, so it was like, hey, we're converting this place into a video studio, and we're just gonna start doing live streams oh, yeah. and taking out videos. That's awesome. It was kind of funny so cool. too. We didn't have Wi-Fi out here. Like that's one of the problems of living in the middle of nowhere. Is like you know, there's not internet. Oh um, wow! So yeah. we had to. We went and bought four burner phones. And we figured out each cell phone plan we could do about three hours <laughs> streaming on. Welcome to the Lone Star Play Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. Join me and a famous guest. We discuss their career, life, food, Texas, and everything in between. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Lone Star Play Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. All right, I have a very awesome podcast episode today. Uh, I always say that, right? Okay. And then I always say that, that I say that. I got to stop doing that. Anyway, uh, yeah, I had a chance to sit down with, uh, I got to read this right, Blake and Taylor Powell, okay? Uh, Say that fast 11 times. Go for it. Okay, anyway. Yes, uh, look, these are awesome dudes. Really, I had really just a fantastic... These are the type of guys you want to just sit down and have a beer with and chill and just laugh and, you know, tell stories and have a good time. Uh, I can see why they're just so likable and friendly and, uh, you know, why they have such a great following. And they're hustlers, man. Look, like, you know, they're living outside the city, right, out in the country, uh, as they put it, uh, you know, in a, in a barn, right. They put, got this whole setup anyway, they'll get into it, but it's super cool what they did, uh, during the pandemic and, uh, even just now what they're doing and how they've recorded. It's really cool. So anyway, that's a really cool story. They get into it. And again, we just have a good time. We talk about a lot of, you know, current event stuff too, and just whatever, a lot of fun stuff. So anyway, um, yes. Really cool episode, Blake and Taylor Powell. So please check them out. The Powell Brothers, uh, awesome little country band trio. Um, and yeah, you know, check out their website, check out their social media. Uh, we'll have everything in the uh, description below. Of course, check that out. Uh, so yeah. Okay. Uh, before we get to the interview, I want to tell you about our social media. Why? Because it's growing and it's doing well. And we're, you know, it's, it's just different stuff. Different stuff besides the podcast, what you're going to get on there, okay? So I recommend it. Uh, Plus, I jump on there every once in a while, make a comment or do whatever. I do what I can. Uh, So please, check us out, Lone Star Plate TX, and uh, our YouTube channel, of course, the Lone Star Plate. And if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe. Hit the button below. All right. Look, uh, let's just get to this interview because it's awesome, okay? So again, the Powell Brother, but... I told you, say it 11 times fast. The Powell Brothers, 11 Benevolent Elephants. Okay, here we go. Uh, Blake and Taylor Powell. But, okay, before the interview, this is going to be a quick word from our sponsor, and then the interview will start. All right, so here's a quick word from our sponsor, Texas Real Food, and then uh, Blake and Taylor Powell coming up right after that. Enjoy. The Lone Star Play podcast is produced by Texas Real Food. Go to texasrealfood.com and you can search your city for stores, 
butchers, restaurants, farmers markets, and more who are using fresh, artisanal, organic sources. It's a fun site that brings all natural options all together. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you guys uh, joining me today. So, are you guys uh, rehearsing? I see the like the kit behind you. Yeah, yeah, we got the full full rig set up. We have uh, some big shows coming up this week, so we are in full production rehearsal mode. Shows at where are you guys playing? So, we got two shows in Corpus on Friday, and then uh, first stadium show since COVID on Saturday out in uh, is it Edinburgh? Believe it's Edinburgh. Uh, it's, it's, it's the Valley for sure. Yeah, yeah. South Texas. They just lifted the. Uh... Oh gosh, was the mask mandate that next? next yeah, week? the 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 mask mandate. When when does that start exactly? A, a week from today, as as of information put out yesterday. Oh, a week yeah. from today. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see. Yeah, there's already. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, look, uh, I'm just going to say it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm okay. Look, I'm ready to open up. I'm ready to get out there. I'm ready, you know, to get back to life. Uh, maybe not as abruptly as we've done it. Like all of a sudden it just like went from, you know, bam, let's just do this. You know, Abbott was just like, let's just go for it. Uh, to maybe a little more, recessed right I, I don't know a few weeks or something you know but whatever at the end of the day i'm ready to get back i'm sure musicians right you guys are are ready to get out and start playing shows i know people are ready to go out and see shows oh yeah yeah no we're definitely right? definitely ready but it's funny like during all this like we live on a farm in the middle of nowhere um so it's always where, where do you guys live what what where tell Old, to our listeners waverly texas where waverly Yes, sir. This is like I an have, hour north of Houston. I've been there. I feel like it, I've been there. Waverly, yeah. Somewhere, maybe I drove through it. Not Wimberley. I know not. I'm not thinking Wimberley. I'm thinking oh, Waverly. Beautiful. It's, that's expensive. Yeah, Wimberley's great. Uh, but Waverly, gosh, Wimberley I don't know why. Like two maximum security prisons. It's not quite. <laughs> but like great soil for farming. And we're kind of in a good spot to be able to get to, you know, any city we want to. We can avoid. Sure. Some. Yeah. Nice. We've got a clear path to 45 or 59. So as far as getting around Texas, it's simple. Yeah. And that's its own thing, getting around Texas. People don't know that if they're not from Texas. Yeah. It's always funny going to like some of the like smaller states and it's, you know, you can just drive across it in a couple hours. Oh, dude, that's a joke, right? Like Mississippi, you you blink through Mississippi. Right. It's just like, give me a break. I, you, like uh, I always take a drive to Florida. One day you're passing like four states. Right. But it's like if you're driving in Texas, that's that's a whole day uh, from one stretch. Right. From from the east all the way to El Paso. That's like a day more than a day. El Paso is 13 hours. Yeah. Wow. Jesus. And we're in, you, you can go a couple hours east before hitting uh, Louisiana. So. Yeah, absolutely. Hundred percent. So you guys are going to get out, start touring again, and now with all, did you guys? I mean, I'm sure you really had no idea that this whole mask thing got, get lifted so quickly. So is that going to really jumpstart a bunch more shows? 
or kind of wait and see? Yeah, uh, you know, people are people are definitely talking right now. Um, but we've kind of been hustling through this whole thing, so it's just you know, we've regardless, yeah, yeah, we kind of we we all had a talk whenever you know, whenever like I don't think stuff had officially been canceled, but we kind of pulled the whole group together and said, hey guys, like our company is about to change for the foreseeable future, um, just to you know do whatever we got to do to keep doing this and. It's definitely been in some ways a pain in the butt and then others it's, you know, coming back to why do we do this? Like if we didn't love doing this, there's no way we'd still be, you know, making music and out here working every day. For sure, <laughs> man. Period. Yeah. yeah. So having one problem at a time, making it one week at a time and, you know, mo- moving forward, every county is kind of deciding for themselves exactly how they want to play it. So there's certain areas where like shows may happen. There's certain areas where they're going to be more conservative about putting on events and yeah. um, a lot more of learning about local politics this year. Because yes. um, <laughs> even if yeah. somebody wants to do a show and they, you know, we're going to put everything into being able to make sure the show happens, you know, it could, there's still avenues where it could get shut down. So it's just the amount of research going into every show and, you know, is it going to happen? You know, cause it's, you know, we don't blame anybody for having to cancel yeah. a show. Like it, we sure. understand, um, sure. we're trying to, you know, hedge bets the best way we can. But I think that's the issue, right? It's just the, if you could just plan for it, it's the idea of planning for it and then it not happening, right? And then going back and it, that it's the back and forth. It's the, that that's really the issue. If, if people could just plan around it really, you know. Yeah. But a lot of times, you know, this is a sure thing. And then, you know, two months later, you know, you're a week out and it's like, hey, like we just got the call. We can't do this. And it's like, okay, oh, yeah. well, what do we do? Um, yeah. But I mean, it's, it's definitely, it's been a, it's been a growing and learning period. Yeah. And so I think it's always, it's, it's better to learn the stuff we learned this year than to, you know, learn it three or four years down the road. Like, let's just learn as much as we can during this period where we know stuff's going to be rocky. Mm. And what, what are, so, what are some of the things you guys have learned? Oh man. I, I think just press or what's that word? Perseverance. Yeah, that's a word. <laughs> that's yeah. me. I do that all the time. Uh, what's that word? What does that mean? Yeah. What's yeah. What's the thing I want to say? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's, you know, kind of. So I think funny. doing doing what you love to do and just keep doing it every day, and you know, you can't control everything. But yeah. but you can you know you can control who you work with and if you have fun that day or not. Um, and those are those are big things. Yeah, we've grown to a great a greater understanding of video and live streaming uh, along with a lot of I think a lot of artists have, have had to do that and so sure um yeah. a lot of video which it, yeah. i mean the beauty of that is like i mean you know video is only going to become more powerful as time moves forward and so like this is kind of kick-started its own learning experience for the entire industry yeah because that was 100%. part of that, like, first day of this going down. It was, hey, you know, we, we live in a barn. So it was like, hey, we're converting this place into a video studio. And we're just going to start doing live streams oh, yeah. and breaking out videos. That's awesome. It was kind of that's funny. So cool. too. We didn't have Wi-Fi out here. Like, that's one of the problems of living in Illinois is, like, you know, there's not internet. Oh, um, wow. So yeah. we had to – we went and bought four burner phones – and we figured out each cell phone plan we could do about three hours of streaming on per month. Oh, wow. So That's so did, smart. You tethered them? Is that what you did? Like a hotspot sort of deal? Or? Yeah. 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 I mean, That's smart, stuff. guys. That's yeah. fucking... We did I some like it. pretty high-level streams through cell phones. 
Yeah. But, and we didn't want to tell people that's what we were doing at the time, but since they went well, and now looking Dude, back. I would have been all over. I would have been, y'all, I'm hot spotting this shit, okay? I don't know how how stable this is. Get your money in now. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like the funny thing is we, we built this whole, like, studio atmosphere. So we have, like, our soundboard and our, like, a couple of computers that we're handling video. It looked very, very professional and very well done. But we just there's this little phone sitting on the end. That's hilarious. That is love, that's so cool, though. Well, and just, like, being in a metal bar and you have some, like, reflection issues or something I'm not, mm-hmm. that might not be the right word um but we were at one point like we were perseverance oh no on, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> we were putting our cell phone like on top of our pickup truck like halfway down the driveway because that was the best <laughs> we could get and then that's we were hot spotting back to the uh so we're Dude. just like running around like holding our phone up in the air just like waiting until it's the best signal and then get a ladder a car whatever it took to get in that position and hold it Bro, that's the best live stream story I've heard. And I've heard a lot <laughs> this whole COVID. Seriously, since it, I've heard everybody talk about their live stream. That, that's the best. That's so great. That is perseverance. That is making it happen, man. For your fans. You yeah. know? It's awesome. I love hearing shit like that. That's so cool. That's how you make it happen. Have y'all heard about this uh, Starlink? Uh, oh, Elon yeah. Musk thing? Have y'all? I'm sure, yeah. So would that work out there where y'all are at? Oh, for sure. Um, I, I don't think it's available out here yet, but we're definitely looking into it whenever we can, even if it's just a, as a backup system. Yeah, absolutely. What is it exactly? You get your own satellite? Is that how it works? Oh, man, I hope that's not the case. That'd be really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> that's the case. It's going to be. A little, no, uh, no they're like little mini satellites, I believe, to begin with. But like literally, like I, I could be wrong. Oh, my God. I'm talking out my ass here. This, <laughs> But I'm, I know it's got like some insane system of satellites all over the place, and um, to me, like the the thing that I know about is that it's it's like it sends to a fixed location because we were also yeah. trying to get that in our like Sprinter van, whatever on the road. Because there's a lot of ah. places in America where there's no cell phone service. Sure, you know, just for safety reasons, you almost yeah. need a satellite phone. Yeah, but hopefully yeah. one day they'll be able to. I mean, it's just a matter of time before you know they have a mobile version of it, and that'll be awesome for touring. I mean, this whole tethering hotspot that look, I, I've done a podcast on the on a hotspot just recently, literally yep. just when I moved and I didn't have Internet. I had to use my cell phone same way. Yeah, and it worked. Yeah, it worked, man. You know, 5G, something about that. It was a video. It, you know, it was crazy how I wasn't sure if it was going to work. I just went for it same way. And, you know, same thing you're saying. It's um. <laughs> Just whatever, dude. You gotta, you know, make it happen and and uh, no, yeah, excuse, love, no love. quit. You gotta just push forward and sure. All the one, again, always the one problem at a time, and well, we keep yeah. solving problems. Because I think we ran out of bandwidth one time. Oh gosh, sorry. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Sal- salud, as we um, say. Thank you. Um, we um, yeah, we ran out of bandwidth and for like end of the month, and we had another live stream to do, so we just shot the whole thing here and then drove 45 minutes to the closest Starbucks and uploaded the stream in the parking lot. Been there. <laughs> Been what, there. Whatever it takes, we're getting this done. Been there. Absolutely. I I've, I've had a yeah. lot of ridiculous goals and then just whatever, some way we're going to pull this off. We didn't, I don't think we had any idea how we were going to do it whenever we first started. Um, Look, this is good for other musicians and artists hearing this, uh, that are in sort of the same position that, you know, I don't know, just, you know, 
these ideas are great. I mean, I'm, I hope you've told other bands and art, you know, hey, if this, that doesn't work, you could try that, you know. That's how you make it end up, right? Everybody works together. This is what works okay, for me. And a lot of it for us, too, is, you know, we had a lot of great friends who were able to kind of, there were definitely pieces of that puzzle that we did not understand how to do. So we sure. were of awesome people. And then whenever people, especially at the beginning of it, a lot of people were hitting us up, asking us how we were doing things. And then it was yeah. whatever we could do to help or, you know, connect them with our people who, you know, understood a lot better. Hmm. You know, it's funny at, in the first couple months, I would say for about three months, actually a lot of artists that I spoke to were still hanging on to some sh- possibility of show. Like that was still in their mind. Like I'm probably going to be playing shows here. Like, you know, pretty soon, like I'm still keeping some, you know what I mean? It was like, well, I'll just cancel the next couple, but I'm keeping the next. So I don't know if I'm going to start the live streaming thing yet. You know what I mean? So, so some people got in on a little bit later. Some people just f- went for it straight on. And like you said, there was a learning curve getting it. But now, it's a part of everyone's arsenal. Yeah. Now yeah. you could set up a live stream, no problem. You could do a live show. You could do. There's so much more that your band can do now. Once everything is now open, right now, I, what what part of that, that's a good question? What what part of you know what y'all have done during the pandemic that's different from regular you know pre-pandemic, pre-COVID, as we'll say that that now is everything's open. What are you going to keep? Like, what's going to stay? What are you going to continue to do even though things have opened? You know what I mean? Does that make sense what I'm asking? Yeah. yeah. I, I would say I'm not totally sure because it's just, you know, we've we've learned so much in this period that's like there's no way we're going to forget everything we've learned whenever we go back into it. So just, you know, being able well, to Well, is there one people. thing, is there one thing like you're not going to be able to do as much? You're probably not going to be able to live stream as much if you're out playing as much. So are you still going to try to live stream here and there maybe? I imagine we will. It just, you know, won't be necessarily in our own studio. If we're out, you know, if we're out, we won't have access to, you know, kind of being here with our own, you know, kind of equipment. But even like sure. back in the day, whenever we were first starting as like an acoustic, you know, it was just Taylor and I playing acoustic. We totally, like, I think every band ever, we played shows that were completely empty. And it's like, you know, we would call them our staff appreciation shows. <laughs> and then it would be like maybe one or two people and then we just set up a camera or like our phone in front of us and live stream the show and it was like at the venue it was the staff and like two people but you know it was like by the time we looked at the end of it, it was like you know we had 150 people watch our you know show today so it was always i mean we started doing that maybe probably like five years ago mm-hmm. just anytime we you know we're doing those shows we're like hey this is kind of a more this is a Wednesday night show in an area we've never been yeah. to. Might not go great. How can we maximize? You know, we're still going to go there and put on the best show we can, no matter who's there. So it's like, how can we kind of maximize, you know, our time and, our, and the songs that we're smart. playing? Yeah, smart. Um, I, I think it's just getting, you know, getting better. And then all of the, you know, streams of, you know, the people that we've met during this period, getting advice from. It's like having those sources that we can go to and we have those relationships built with. If we're, you know, out in the middle of nowhere and we want to do this stream or having issues, like we know who to call. Um, That's always important too. knowing who to knowing who to call when shit hits the fucking fan. Right. That's a yeah. That's a number one. Yeah, absolutely. One of the biggest things is just our our team growing a lot during this period. Like we're kind of a small group. There's there's six of us. Mm -hmm. And so. You know, this was definitely a challenge for all of us. Um, so for all of us just coming together, growing as a team, as people and all that stuff. Um, That's awesome. We're, we're super excited to get back out and kind of just show everybody what, you know, what we've been up to this last year. 
Fuck yeah, dude. And people are ready to see some shit, too. Like, it's, I'm telling you, this is just going to be the craziest, right? Just like, I'm just. Listen, we've been I'm, going yeah, hard. It's great. Opportunity to prove it yet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of people have been waiting for so long, right? Pent up to just go out. This in the weather, right? Like, is, is turning the corner, right? It's going to be great weather coming up. Things are opening back up. I mean, are you kidding me? People, it's these are probably going to be some of the best shows you play, maybe okay. ever. Think yeah. about it, right? Think about it, because there won't be another time where you start playing shows after such a long period. Uh, hopefully, not in our lifetime. Yeah. Uh, you know, after such a long time of not consistently doing it, and maybe you were playing a few, but not the whole scene, right? I mean, the whole scene's been handicapped for sure for a year. Yeah, you know. I I think just the whole art world, like, I think we're going to yeah, see the biggest sure. art revolution of our life. Yeah, I agree, man. It's, I mean, I'm sure it's already started. You know, it's just kind yeah. of in the middle of it. It's hard to say exactly where it started or whatever. But, you know, here in the next couple of years, I mean, it's, it's just going to be nuts. Did you guys write any new tunes during this that you felt um, more inspired, right? Like, that's what's going to cut. What, seeing what came out of people's emotions during the past year. Totally. Right? Yeah, I mean, we've recorded several part projects worth of material that's uh, awesome and we're i mean we're still doing it like that's awesome yeah no the, the amount of material that's come out like i think we are we're, we're about to release our second song recorded so yeah whenever whenever things shut down we turned our barn into video studio and then also recording studio on the other half yeah and that's awesome yeah we've just been going hard yeah, Let's, so, we, just, we never wanted to, no matter what happens in the future, we're never going to have to stop again. There was a brief pause of us figuring out, how, you know, how do we, what do we do? But, yeah. you know, there'll never be any situation where we can't write and put out, release video of music, you know, just we'll be able to do that forever. Unless the power goes out, guys. Oh, Unless, we already got that figured out. Yeah, yeah we're, we're good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forward. love it. I love it. Not hey, a problem. How did y'all, how did y'all fare during the, uh, Texas storm. Uh, apologize for my screen freezing again, but go it ahead. was relatively chill. Um, yeah, nice. Yeah, we we <laughs> lost power for a few days, um, and then whenever stuff like unfroze, we discovered that the people who lived in this farm before were maybe planning an addition, so they ran pipes above my bedroom that didn't go to anywhere, and I I just walked into my room and it was just hardcore raining. Just had like we we moved out here to get away from like the Harvey flood and then yeah. it flooded from above the ceiling after a freeze. So it's just like, you know, oh, Jesus. Can't, can't win this whole. I, I think if there's a natural disaster, hanging out with me is not a good idea. It's <laughs> 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 like, real, just go in the other room and you're going to be fine. Did, yeah. A room away is totally good. But it's like, know. where? Where's he going to be? Okay, I'm not going to be there. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. be in the next room and you're good. But That is so yeah. funny, man. Um, look, you're not alone. I think a lot of Texans, period, just feel that way. Like, fuck, dude. Could we, like, you know what I'm saying? We just came out of the holidays. Things are looking up. And then, bam. Did y'all know that we were, I think, yeah, I might have this exactly wrong, but approximately about four minutes away from total blackout for months. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. nuts. That's fucking, that's nuts. I'm, yeah. I want to see a TV show 
made about that situation. Yeah. In that room, yeah. making decisions, trying to keep it all together. The Jack Bauer of the energy department, just yeah, <laughs> all night there. Jack Jack Power. That's what we'll Jack call Power. it. Oh man, we need to write this show. Oh, that's, well done. That's why today happened to make this show happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Kenny Powers meets Jack Bauer, and oh somehow goodness. they fix Kenny Powers. Them. Jack Bauer with a mullet. Yeah. Oh, that's it. He has a mullet. That's perfect. Got the tubes. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh my god. That is so funny. That is so funny. Yeah. That was. I mean, when I heard that statistic, I was like, you know, like, "Er, er, what? I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, fucking blackout for months. What the fuck is this? I am legend shit. Like, we would have been. You know what I mean? That's nuts. Uh, Something has to happen. So, something has to happen at this point, you know? Yeah. What, what did you say? I, I didn't hear you. There'd just be so many acoustic records coming out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. Campfire version 48. Like, yeah. 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 Which I, you know, I love the acoustic tunes, but man, two months of only acoustic releases. I don't, I don't know what would happen. Everybody no, did. There's a reason they invented the electric guitar. No, we need both. I mean, it's right. Like it's just, yeah. Yeah, well, that too. To rebel. To rebel. Well, that's rock and roll, right? That's the whole point of. Uh, that's the whole point of it. Matter, yeah. matter of jazz, one of the two. Yeah. <laughs> spectrum, but one of them is maybe more rebellious than the other. But I don't know. Well, re- you know, we'd have to define rebellious at that point, <sighs> yeah. right? True, and we just barely got through perseverance. <laughs> 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 oh shit that's so funny that is hilarious oh my god okay so uh i was on y'all's instagram i want to say instagram there's so many social medias i'm not gonna lie i get lost yeah, in all of them okay uh i feel like y'all understand that just <laughs> just like we know what just, you're talking about no matter yeah yeah <laughs> you know that's why i love texas um y'all have a new uh well, by the time this episode comes out, the song will be out by then. But oh, it's yeah. called it's called Hopeless. Yes, sir. Right? So tell tell us a little bit about this song. I heard so what I saw, what I heard in the post. That's a preview of the song, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, dude, no, dude, that that shit sounds great, guys. Yeah, appreciate. It. And that's one of the the first songs that we've we've tracked all here with our own team and in our barn. Um, oh, that's awesome. I think the song's kind of inspired from. Yeah, it's just all, I feel like anybody who pursues, like, I think specifically art, but just I think anything that's, you know, non, a non-traditional way of making a living, you, you just hear a lot of kind of, uh, hey, you got you got a backup, like, we're really proud of you, but like, you've got a backup plan for when this doesn't go good, right? There's like kind of a lot of those like backhanded compliments, like, this definitely kind of formed out of that, um, you know, is say whatever you want to, but we're 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 actually doing this, and you're eventually gonna come around and, and realize like you guys were gonna do this from the beginning. But you know, it just takes it just takes time and going out there and working and hustling. Is that a good explanation for the song? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, actually, yeah. So that's really <laughs> I mean, I I think it like if you're made to do this, you have a little. You have to have a little bit of dog in you. You have to have like that fight. Like I think you you need to be told that like you need a backup plan. And then you, you need to be like, uh, I hear you. I hear you. But also, no. <laughs> yeah. You have to have a little, of that, a little bit of that chip. Um, sure. It's, it's, it's not easy. And it's not something like this life does not happen overnight. 
Yeah. Um, and yeah. like looking back, a lot of those comments, like I, I guess I get why people said, yeah. hey, this this is really hard. It might not work out. It's like, you know, I, you know, I think we were talking about the other day. It's like if if a lot of people knew what it took to do music for a living and like what the life actually looked like, I'm not sure how many people would go for it. Sure. Yeah. Or more people might go for it. They might like if if you like really want to challenge and um, you're cool with working all all day every day, like you know, yeah, it's yeah. free. <laughs> but look, you you know, think about people that work all day every day doing shit they don't fucking have any control over. They don't give a fuck about right. Like there's no point to it. It's like it means zero of their life, right? You know what I mean? And it's the majority of their life. If they were to die, right? I'd be like, well, I made widget for 20 years. Like you know what I mean? Like things on the widget. Well, I think uh-huh. it, it like there. It definitely depends on your personality because like if you like comfort and any kind of like dependability, sure, uh, it's yes. not for you. Yeah, or, like knowing where yeah. you're going to be or like yeah, I see in place every night. Um, consistency. Yeah, yeah. If you if you value consistency and like knowing that like you got a paycheck coming and like being able to plan, then like you're gonna have a hard time. Or yeah, sure. or like having if like having relationships is important to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like that. You know, I I think when, like growing up, like or doing this, it's always you hear the stories of like, oh, I'm going to meet my buddies at the bar or whatever, and it's like, what what is that like? Like that just to me like seems like such a cool thing to like, oh, like I have my friends that I hang out with on the weekends. It's like, what's what it, what is that? We hear about it. So wait, y'all celebrate birthdays? Yeah. That's you, hilarious. You friends' weddings? You weren't working? <laughs> you know, it sounds like um, I'm from the restaurant industry. You know, worked it for ma- many years. Um, same, same deal. Uh, you know what I mean? You're you help other people celebrate other things. You're you're always yeah. right. You get you're, part of that memory. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're not going out on a Friday, Saturday night, or maybe you are, but late, late, like not right. a normal, not a normal yeah. person. So, who are your friends? People from the industry. So, I'm assuming for y'all, you probably have just a lot of musician friends who just understand, you know, what you're going through, but also have the same schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you definitely. No, I think have to. We've always kind of restaurant like just we definitely get along with a lot of restaurant folks but i think it's specifically more just like hospitality like yeah our music industry but we very much see ourselves as part of the hospitality industry Um, yeah i like that it's like getting to run around and um, sure hang out with other people and learn you know how to how do we take care of people and still enjoy ourselves and um yeah yeah yeah. at the end of the day it's it's still a service and at the end of the day it's still people is the people business and we are providing a service for people yeah Uh, so like it's a good way of looking at it It keeps us (laughs) um, absolutely i mean people are paying money right i mean what what do you think of as a fam when you go see right like you want you want to feel like you got your money's worth i think uh, in some sense or you just at least want to walk away going that was awesome right you don't you just don't want to feel ripped off i guess and then I think as part, you know, especially talking about like food and stuff, um, it's I think we're trying to that point where we can get big enough that the restaurants we want to go to will stay open for us. Bam. That's, That's how thing. you know. That's actually pretty tough. I'm not going to lie, because I've worked at a lot of restaurants where we wouldn't get I don't give a fuck who you are. 
I mean, well, not necessarily even like keep them open. Like we've we've talked about some venues of like trying to throw into our rider that like we get access to their like kitchen after the show's over. Oh, that's I see. I see. The yeah, only thing see, the whole kitchen open. It's more like you know we we're just like a buddy or two, just like hey, come over to this like wherever we're staying, and let's just like cook till three in the morning. Oh, that's much different. Yeah, that's absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, you know, the right when it comes to the restaurant, it's all about protecting the kitchen staff. That's all. No, I, that's what I'm about. Okay, back of the house, we call it, or heart of the house, I prefer to call it. Uh, you know, forget the waiters. Sorry, I waited tables for a long time, but you know, it's nothing. Bartending, that's a different story. That 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 could be a tough job uh, for sure. But kitchen, working the line, work, you know, whatever that is the fucking definitely the toughest of the tough uh for sure and it's always about taking care of them so that's why places won't really want to stay open because the people that have to stay are the cooks because it's always people want food right it's not like oh the waiter has got to stay to get me fucking water uh you know so it's uh, it's always one of those things um it's always tough to get a place to stay open it's super rare actually um at least for the places i worked um i never cared again i and, and some people don't care, but uh, yeah, it is a, that is sort of a funny thing. Uh, I, I, what about when you guys are playing a show and afterwards? Is there ever been a show where like people just like don't want you to get off the stage, and you're just like, guys, we can't do another encore, oh, yeah. right? You're like, we can't, we can't do no more encores, like <laughs> you know. Um, we've also like had like. Actually, that like New Year's, the last New Year's before like COVID, it just the bar got so out of control that the owners came and said, "Hey, like, this is get, this is so out of control. Y'all have to, y'all need to get off stage. Like, it's it's about to be a safety issue. Like, I know y'all are supposed to keep playing, but like, show's cut. Get off stage now." And it was like, "Well, this is a cool way to <laughs> get kicked off stage." Because I, you know, I generally associate getting kicked off stage with like, "You guys are horrible." Um, but you get kicked <laughs> off stage because it's like becoming a safety issue that people are having so much fun and getting so wild. Um, <laughs> that's my favorite time that we had to get off yeah. stage. But yeah, I mean, you know, we, we've definitely encores are a thing. And at yeah. a certain point, you got to cut and run because, like, we you do have to, right? Night. You have to. We do this every night. And, like, at a certain point, you have to protect the voices because like when we got to do it again tomorrow it's yep. like you know we, we got to tear all this down still we gotta you gotta tear it down so exactly people don't understand all the back end of shit that needs to still be done well it's you know we have our our crew's there with us so it's like you know we can't yeah. you know, they're we, like doing this right they're like gut motherfucker i just want a beer already our crew's awesome i think they do whatever but it's it's more about you know we either respect their time make sure they you know make sure they get rest and they're they're all good of course yeah and then usually we have radio in the morning so we have to pack up get to the hotel or get to the next town get four or five hours of sleep yeah for us and then hit radio or tv or whatever promotion happens for the next night yeah we have days where it's 7 a.m to you know three in the morning and then yeah this starts right back up again we actually we uh We've had to make some some lifestyle changes through the years. Yeah, uh, after getting time. sick and run down because we just we want to work. We don't believe in saying and no yeah. to work opportunities. You do have to sleep every day. Uh, yeah. Apparently, <laughs> apparently that's like uh, the thing to do. 
Because yeah. yeah, and if if yeah, if you don't, if you just work, you know, multiple days straight and consistently do that, you're eventually like you you will eventually go to the hospital. Yeah, you need rest, of course. People want to see a good show with a well rested, right? Unless you're like you can power Keith Richards. That. Yeah, but at a certain point, like you start having medical issues if you know. Sure. We can keep going. Like it's not a matter of well, yeah. we you know can you tell that we're exhausted. Probably in conversation, you can tell like we're having trouble like paying attention or whatever. But like we can put on shows and keep driving and working definitely. But you know, it's yeah, if we, we want to do this forever. Yeah, you know. we we have the, the our our hearts and our minds are in it, but our bodies at a certain point just can't. Yeah, just can't I think it was around twenty eight or twenty nine too. Because I mean, most of like my early career, you know, I'd sleep two days a week and like it was fine. Did it for years. Um, that's just like what it took to you know practice enough play enough you know doing enough shows how, to pay rent is how old are you guys i'm 31 now i'm 28 oh my god get out of here please okay <laughs> please. i don't want to i don't want to fucking hear you guys talk about being tired that's what old people like me say i'm 41 and i'm not even that old if somebody was 10 years older than me they'd be like patrick you shut the fuck up too but me telling you oh my god guys no you have it because when i was y'all's age I, if I, I, if I could go back in time, I would slap myself at 31 and go, you're not tired. Get up. Go do that. Right? Like, because at 41, you really, my knees. Okay, yeah. I'm going to tell you guys something about, you have real problems. Then the real, the real problems come to you. Oh, shit. Those weren't actually problems I had before. That was just bullshit. Like, these are real problems. You know what, what I mean? I'm like, oh, shit. So, okay. So, there was, <laughs> I want to say it was like 2018, 2019. Um, and I, I, got, I just got sick and the, we kept working, kept doing five shows a week, full radio schedule, all that. And, uh, the, I, I just stayed sick for about a month. And at a certain point yeah. I was like, oh, okay, we have to go figure this out. So I went to the hospital, they drew blood and I'll never forget the doctor walking in with my chart and going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your numbers are impressive. Uh, your, uh, liver is not functioning properly and you're on the verge of kidney failure. You need oh, to Oh, Jesus. It's, so it wasn't partying. It was, it yeah. was really just, it was just working insane hours. Working. Yeah. So they gave yeah. me an IV, pumped me full of fluids. We went and played in Dallas that night. And then we ended up at a team meeting on Sunday. Yeah. And we, we basically like set some like ground rules of like, okay, we get yeah. seven hours of sleep every night. And if the schedule doesn't allow for it, then we make yeah. the schedule work. For we it. also, how, how are you guys work? eating during that time? Food's a big deal to me. That's yeah. what I'm asking. Well, in that time too, like that was kind of after Harvey. So we were also like living in our car in like heavy mold conditions. Um, sure. we probably Damn. weren't eating particularly great then. Um, but like that, the food has gotten a whole lot better, um, especially now that we're, we've been out here for what, two and a half years. Mm -hmm. And so like, we have like a two acre garden. Um, we got like 30 chickens. Um, oh, wow. Livestock. We got sheep and pigs. And so like we, I'd say like probably it's not maybe somewhere around half of the food we eat is we grow on our own property. Um, so we're that's we're awesome. healthier now. Yeah. We, like, that was, that was definitely a big part of the discussion of lifestyle changes, diet, sure. water. And yeah. Uh, yeah. And basically just saying like, these have to be the first priority. Like health yes. has to be the yeah. first priority. Cause we, so you guys can continue to play music and yeah. get you know, right. Like, I mean, that's it. Yeah, even even if you cut out fifteen percent of like your productivity, if that allows you to do it for 
years and years and years more, that's that's fine. Hundred percent. Got to be intentional about those things and, and figure out a plan and, and go for it. Um, that's awesome. We just, I think, for such a long time, we didn't have to deal with those limitations, and then, sure, you know, stress. I think yeah. also is probably a factor in all that stuff as well. Sure, but of course, hopefully, hopefully uh, we continue to trend in a healthier and healthier direction. That's uh, awesome. I don't want to. I never, I never thought that way at y'all's age, by the way. So that's great. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. I, 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 I started to a little bit. I, I'm more, more at 31. But at 28, definitely, yeah. I was not thinking that. So that's awesome. I, I mean, I'm I was, kudos. I'm saying kudos. Trying to make like restaurant quality food every day for a while, and now I'm like counting macros and stuff. Um, <laughs> I worked at look in fine dining restaurants. I worked in them forever. Yeah. You don't eat well at them. That's the bot. You serve people amazing food, but you eat like shit. That's just the bottom line. Uh, so that's what's nice now is, you know, I just eat, um, I don't cook as many crazy meals, um, yeah. but eat really healthy. And then like, you know, once a month or like, you know, whenever my cheat day, like my, my cheat days are just getting ridiculous. <laughs> day, you know, just go to the craziest restaurant. Like, we love, like, especially like traveling. Like there's just so much great food everywhere getting to go and kind of. Mm-hmm. What's y'all's favorite thing to stop and eat? Or is there, is there like, oh, we always stop for X, you know? Man, hamburgers it, 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 or tacos or like, whenever we're like on an extended tour i always like especially like i guess we were like chicago like new york area whatever like kind of east coast like i'm always wanting to stop it like if there's a really great old jewish deli like i'm all about oh yes it. yes yes i 100 percent um but we also taylor and i will book acoustic tours like in napa valley and just go play for wine and food um and that's oh, like i love that we haven't gotten to do that in a while but I feel like that's one of the, you know, capitals of like hospitality in the U.S. Sure. Go and it's it's research and like learning, like just getting to go and talk with those folks. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. hundred percent. And that's a whole nother experience. Uh, yeah. Uh, as far as that goes. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Have you all been to the Hill Country to to have the, you know, been to any of the wineries out out in the Texas Hill Country? Oh, yeah. We've um. I guess we play out in Fredericksburg a good bit, and so generally yeah, we'll get there and go try to hit a hit a wine while we're in town, or sometimes go. It's hit amazing. Some. Texas has amazing wine, right? I mean, it's it it came it came a long way. It's come yeah. a long way. Yeah, still still learning the land and, and what we do really well, but they're really getting good. And you're starting to oh, see there's some great great wines yeah. that like you know were impossible to grow in Texas. You're starting to see at least in small batches, some of like the cab, like somebody was growing Cab Franc out there last time or allegedly anyways. Yeah. Oh, they are most definitely uh, Tempranillo is probably the most popular grape, uh, yeah. which started yeah. almost about 10 years ago is when they sort of found out that that's the best grape to grow, which is kind of un- interesting considering like Southern Spain is almost very much like Texas, which is why they filmed all the Westerns out there in Spain, like for Texas, you know, uh, as a backdrop. So once they realize, oh, this is very similar, let's start growing some of these, uh, you know, grapes and whatnot. Yeah, I, I've been fascinated with Texas wine and seeing it grow uh, from what it was, just because I used to work at a lot of places where I buy wine. So mm-hmm. I saw the progression happen of what you used to be able to get to all of a sudden these reps started bringing in, oh, this is a new Texas one. And just over the course of like 18 months, I remember back like 2010. No, I want to say 2011 to like 2013, dude. It just that that was a big push 
that it just changed uh, you know overnight but that was really uh, yeah. it so yeah it's been great and distilleries uh obviously oh, yeah. craft breweries are through the roof right they're everywhere oh yeah that's we're, we're growing a little bit of wine out here um i know like, it was like everybody's just dealing like they're trying to come up with like a wine stock that would be like resistant to like the flocks or whatever yeah um yeah so I, I think they've been making i've been out of it for maybe the past two years um but it seems like they're they're getting closer and closer. Yeah. But I have an A&M out there. So yeah. Like really pushing that forward yeah. the way UC Davis did for them. But I think you're like them. Like, I think everybody wanted to grow like French wine out here. And then once people started embracing, you know, the, the grapes that do great in this region and then really doing cool, interesting things with them. I think it's still like in a process, but it seems like people are starting to embrace like, hey, like, you know, we just have different grapes that grow better here. Let's do something special with that than trying to replicate what they're doing in Napa or like France. Exactly. We, we were exactly, that's exactly right, man. We were initially trying to replicate all these other places, which California fell into the same, you know, um, box as well at the beginning. Um, and once you realize let's do our own thing, right? Each region starts to develop its own thing. I bet we'll start to see some hybrid grapes grow out of Texas uh, over the course of like, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60 years, uh, way down the line, a hundred years down the line. I think Texas will be one of the most popping places for wine in the world, oh, yeah. to be honest like with you. Money's starting to come in. Like you're starting to see like, you know, people put up these like chateau looking buildings and stuff. Like, yeah, it just takes, you know, those early adopters going in there and, and really pushing it. Just like anything. Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Of course. No, that's awesome. I love that you guys are uh into wine and all this that that's uh that's oh dude, that's we're great. keep it low key but we're kind of yeah we we have a we have a wine issue but i, I mean you guys said you're growing wine you're grow what, yeah what unfortunately you guys all are? of them died um during the freeze we oh, lost, no. so yeah lost like 20 citrus trees and then yeah all of our wine vines and we were doing tempranillo uh, blanc de bois and I can't remember what the third one was, but yeah, unfortunately, none of those survived. Damn. All of our animals and all of our animals made it, which I think that was what we were kind of mostly. Yes. You know, if, if plants die, like it's a bummer. Like we were supposed to be planting, like, and we were supposed to be planting potatoes that week, um, but we lost like beans and all kinds of stuff. But oh man, yeah, yeah, can be yeah we'll start replanting next week probably. Did y'all have power the whole week? water no. that no. was we lost power for three days and so it was we had a couple generators but it was like you know what you know what you kind of start having to pick what do you want to keep alive sure you can only plug so many things into it right i mean it's like yeah yeah um, so nothing nothing irreplaceable yeah uh, no yeah just labor that's awesome time. but it's so. always it was funny because even um whenever harvey hit we were three years into our wine grapes there. Those all died and we were in a half years. Cause I mean, you gotta get, you know, they've they gotta be in the ground like three years or so before they actually yeah. start producing anything. That's like worth doing anything with anyways. So it's just like, every time we get right to that three year mark, something just comes and kills them all. <laughs> oh my God. I think it's, I, I don't know if it's somebody over, you know, I don't, I'm not going to blame anybody. Persistence. 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 Yeah. Persistence. <laughs> Bring it all the way back around. Yeah. We're eventually, we're eventually <laughs> gonna have a. Uh, that's we like we're having like, it's fun living on a farm like having like our house like recipes for like different stuff um like yeah. 
pickles. Like we want to have our own like wine, have our own sparkling wine. Um, but one of these sparkling, I feel like it's you know you have so many. It's so hard to people do red wines so well. Even you know even the cheap bottles like they're so good. And so trying to compete with that and wanting to do a sparkling wine just because I think people as a whole. It's like, a great idea. It really is. There's not a lot of sparkling wines to be right. I mean, you get Cava. I always, I always get Cava over champagne. I mean, yeah, who's really, I mean, I guess you're going to buy some champagne, you know, Yeah, I just but, like but it's, right. I mean, I've had that rotary like sparkling wine. Fuck. Yeah. See, it's, great. Oh, it's gotten more expensive, but whenever it first came out, like you could get it for like 35 bucks and it was just like ridiculous. The Vuv, the yellow bottles of Vuv were were, yeah. were like the best price for the for the flavor. Mm-hmm. And even though it was popular, or whatever it was a name brand, it was actually good for the price. You know, they were like thirty five bucks a a bottle at that time. Yeah, yeah, same sort of deal. Again, that's why I go Cava. It, it's it's you can get Cava that's literally fifty miles from where they grow the the champagne grapes in Champagne, France. So what the fuck are you really getting? Like, what are you really paying for? You know what I mean? Like, I lived in Spain, dude. You, the Cava is delicious. It's just as good as champagne. In fact, the Spaniards will fight you in the street over that. Like they're like they they're, they're places won't even sell champagne. Fuck, they're like fuck champagne. We only drink Cava here. <laughs> you know, they're like fuck that shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that's, we just also got into recently, like the, I'd never drank much, like, is the, the Grenache grape? Yeah, Grenache is great. Garnacha, beautiful the, grape. What is it? I just threw, we just threw two bottles away. Um, that Chateau de Pop, yeah, like, yeah. oh. To be able to get that for, I, mean, I know that there's like a super high end of that, but there's, there was some, there's bottles. low end bottles of it. Yeah, yeah. there's lower end bottles of it. Yeah, for sure. And so unfortunately, like one of the, the one that we fell in love with was I think four years ago, you get for $40 a bottle and now it's close to 90. So I was like, oh, I should have just sold a couple. Of well, products. there was a squeeze on. It's not that the wine got any better or anything like that. There was just a squeeze on French wine there for a while uh, from the Japanese, actually. Uh, there's a yeah. famous documentary about it. You guys probably saw it. I don't know. I'm not sure if you've seen a documentary, but I, I, we've heard a whole lot of stories even about um, just, I guess, Japan and like Chinese businessmen like coming into France and like buying up the old winery, yeah. taking the yeah. whole thing, the entire building, like brick by brick. Yeah. Taking the whole yeah. Back. And it's like, wow. Um, so I know like even I, and they wow. were, ho- they were hoarding wines, you know, yeah. buying and hoarding and like, uh, it's a market. It needs to flow and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're right. Yeah, you're some of the prices right. over there. I'm like, I think last time we were at Joseph Phelps, we were like trying to we were trying to leave with like one bottle of insignia and like some like it had like all been bought up. Oh my god! Like I you know I feel like rarely you know outside of like Screaming Eagle or something, it's like whose wine house is completely sold out of a high. That's why that's why I only I mean I'm pretty ninety percent I only drink Spanish wines for that reason. They're cheap. I I, I want to say inexpensive and delicious. Inexpensive and delicious. Wines from you after this. I'm all about. I mean, you know, especially after living there and drinking it for years, and you know, I lived all over. Uh, I did the Camino uh, de Santiago. I got married. My wife's from Spain. Okay. You know, yeah, I'm all about Spain. I'm Spain. I just did my ancestry. Uh, dot com or whatever the fuck that's called okay. ancestry 23 and me i don't know I'm, I'm mixing them i think but uh i'm 26 percent spanish i found okay. out i was like oh shit now, my mom's from mexico city 
So I knew there was. Yeah. Look, if you're Mexican descent, you're gonna have some span. You're gonna have Spaniard, Spanish blood. It's just they they they, they conquisted guys. In case y'all didn't know, they conquisted. <laughs> <laughs> they they came down. Uh, have, but yeah, I thought that was interesting. From out there, um, so like we went actually. Like I was when I was twelve. I don't can't remember how it went. Nine. So like we went out to we went out and lived in San Juan outside of Barcelona for a year and like went to school out there and lived with our family. Um, oh so wow. I was 12, so I just entered drinking age in Spain. Um, I don't recall <laughs> a lot of the wines I drank then. Um, I think I was that, that's cold. a different part of Spain, too, uh, to be honest with you. It's not like the rest of Spain. Oh, yeah. Like, we're definitely. Catalonia. Yeah, for sure. That's our family. So that's like, you know, I learned Spanish or whatever and over there, and then they were like, yeah. No, like, no, no. That's Catalan. Speak, like, we speak, they speak. Like, we don't really speak either of them. Yeah, they speak Catalan. They speak uh, in regular Spanish. It's called Castellano, right? Yeah. And, uh, I lived in Galicia too, where they speak Gallego. Uh, oh, you know, yeah. if you go to if you go to Valencia, they speak Valenciano. It's yeah. like holy shit! God. If you go to País Vasco, they got a whole other language. I and mean, there's literally a million languages in Spain. You're like, how the fuck do we do people get along? No wonder nobody gets along. That's the problem. We were introduced to like wine, um, soccer, or yeah, um, roller Football. coasters. Yeah, and oh, I had a great one, but I can't remember right now. A whole lot of culture. All that yeah. To say. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good time. Culture. Food, the, the jamon. Yeah. 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 We're also, yeah. They were way ahead on the whole Dragon Ball Z thing. <laughs> oh, really? That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Starcraft. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That, that was, was real big when I was 12 in, in Spain. Yeah. Learned, learned a lot there. <laughs> that, that's, uh, that's hilarious. That's cool. That's cool. That's awesome. Well, guys, listen. Uh, what, what, uh, I, I, don't, I just want to make sure uh, there's anything I haven't brought up that we bring up obviously let's plug your social media your website you know show what whatever you want to tell the people about but is there any real quick topic that i didn't bring up that you guys wanted to mention i don't know don't want to leave y'all hanging with anything i think we could probably talk to you for like a day or two yeah oh dude guys we could go forever see i love my job guys i love like, podcasting we a lot of food topics i feel like we can talk about for a long time <laughs> we wanted to keep- dude y'all are this <laughs> is great <laughs> I'm t- you know it's look most people you know, I talk to about food. Yeah, yeah. Look, they're not from the industry, right? I am. So yeah. it's some people you can have a good back of it. Y'all have, this has been awesome, guys. I got to say, y'all are probably some of the most knowledgeable musicians I've talked to about food for sure. Got to say that. Have you met a guy named Stephen Wood? Stephen Wood. I, I don't know. That... Alpine, Texas. But he was one of the first guys who we like he owned a venue out there in like an old World War II movie theater. And he was oh, a guy wow. who us in. We did a show with him. And then afterwards, we started talking. And it, he'd worked under Thomas Keller. And so I, like, freaked out because he's one of my heroes. Wow. Sure. And so he just, like, opened the kitchen and, like, left a chef there and said, hey, the bar and the kitchen's open. Just whatever you want to make, make it. If you don't know how to make it, ask somebody. And we'll teach No you. wonder you guys wanted that in your writer at the beginning. This is all making more sense now. What, what was right. that? Uh, well, you were saying uh, yeah. the kitchen thing. Yeah, it's making more sense now. Uh, come we, full circle. We we love that stuff. Yeah, um, we're we're light foodies, but we've gotten to meet some incredible people who have just like. Yeah, I think it's that, awesome. Just that you awesome. Know, that connection of being in the hospitality industry, and I think there's a lot of people in in food who like music, and as as much like we love food just as much, and just being able to like you know trade you know, tricks and stuff. It, it's been such a cool, they're probably ex musicians. A lot of restaurant people are oh, yeah. ex musicians, right? They had a band or they're mm-hmm. still in a band. 
like, you know, for you sure. Know, at some point. Yeah. I mean, of course. So it's, oh, like, that's awesome, guys. I feel like that world's like connected and we, we love whenever we get to cross over and, and be welcome in, in that side of the world as well. Fuck yeah. But, Fuck yeah. Love yeah. That. I mean, as far as plugs, like uh, at Brothers Powell is the best way to find us or just Google the Powell Brothers. We come right up. PowellBrothersMusic.com is the website, but just Google it anywhere you want to find us, you will find us. It took eight years, but we finally beat out those lacrosse guys. <laughs> nice. hey, hey we, love, we love you guys if you're listening yeah we're big fans i love yeah uh, yeah yeah but by the way we're, <laughs> we're big fans uh we're hey just imagine where you'll be in another eight years you know let's just say um, come on yeah i just hope there's not some kid who's practicing guitar right now who's gonna knock us off our seo <laughs> hey competition nothing wrong with comp- good competition oh, bring it on. keep keep you on your toes and you you sound like the kind of guys that would want to be on your toes and Oh yeah. Uh, keep fighting. So no, that's awesome. Listen, man, I got to say, this was such an amazing conversation. You guys are awesome guys. Um, really appreciate it. This was such a great episode and I just appreciate you, you know, you guys taking the time. I wish you guys the best of luck with everything coming up and, uh, yeah, really looking forward. You guys got this new single hopeless. Make sure I get that right. And, um, yeah, man, super, super stoked. And, you know, wish you guys the best and, uh, yeah, y'all be safe out there, please. Thank yes, you sir. for your time today yeah, having us on. If you're coming through town, hit us up. Yep. Look Absolutely. Absolutely, guys. Will y'all be safe out there? Hopefully that Starlink Internet's coming soon. Oh, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> the Lone Star Play podcast is produced by Texas Real Food. Go to TexasRealFood.com and you can search your city for stores, butchers, restaurants, farmers markets, and more who are using fresh, artisanal organic sources it's a fun site that brings all natural options all together i hope you enjoyed this episode for more information go to the lonestarplay.com i'm your host patrick scott armstrong until next time <laughs>